good for you. I'm not against you. I just don't know things. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 315, with your hosts, Randy and Jason. Happy Mayo de Cinco. <laughs> the, uh, it is the uh, celebration of Mexican independence. Are we right? No, we are not. We are not right. Definitely not right. I think it's a totally made-up thing. By it's a made-up holiday, yes. Yeah, by Corona or something. <laughs> the Corona and the lime industry, I, I believe. <laughs> By Big Lime. <laughs> Big Lime. That's a good one. That's funny. Yes. By Big Lime. Uh, to sell a lot of lime wedges. Um, but I don't participate anymore, so it's okay. It's very boring. What is? The not drinking. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant to celebrate, like, the synchrony. I mean, did you have tacos today? Mm, no. Did no, have- I made dinner, and I always make the same thing. It's Taco Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's really Tuesday. I guess it'll be Cinco de Mayo. I don't have a very good um, repertoire. repertoire. Is that the right word? I don't know. Are we doing this show in French now? For cooking. Uh, And my wife had my daughter at uh, her martial arts class thing. So then they, when they're away, and then I make dinner, and then they come home. And it's very boring. I make the same thing. Because basically everybody gets a different meal because they're all morons. Mm -hmm. My my daughter gets some... uh, fake veggie nuggets because they have some like protein in them and real mm. carrots she'll eat carrots she's still off the meat they're all off the meat yeah I don't, I don't eat. but are they like let me ask I know I've asked this before are they off the yeah. meat like deliberately like I don't want to eat meat or is it just like I don't like the texture and I don't want to eat meat like I don't like it or is it like I don't want to kill animals no they don't want to eat animals okay all right I mean, you can you can of course say they 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 pick that up from their mother, but if you let, you're, you know, it's a, it's a it, your it's a wife real interesting thing is yeah, go ahead. this is also your wife. The way you say the way you kind of said that you, they picked it up from their mother. Uh, I don't yeah, think you implied it, but their mother is also your current wife. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. You're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like say thing yeah, going some on. like weird. We're going to cause No, I didn't, didn't mean oh, that yeah. to be sound condescending, like she corrupted yeah. them. Not, My yeah. wife and the kids are vegetarians. And if, but if she doesn't how... do it, but she is very deliberate in her decision not to eat anything with a face. Uh, but, also uh, for the animal preservation. Yeah, like as you said before, reasons. things would have a face. But, but so are all, they. But, well, right. Yes. Okay. So- it, it's not just like, say, I don't well, like they're meat. ignorant. They haven't tasted meat, so they don't know. If it's I'm not saying I'm no judgment. I am not. I, putting I'm, in... I'm the royal you. People oh, can say yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, sure, I guess. But kids who do enjoy eating meat have yeah. sort of been trained to from an early age. Well, I've got one that like m- my second kid just doesn't really like much meat she'll eat like chicken fingers and bacon but like otherwise anything and then but it's not because she's loves the animals she just doesn't like the texture well it's a little yeah i think that that's i think it's more it's much more in the texture category than it is in the i don't want to eat anything with a face although my wife did make veal this week and it was (laughs) a non-starter for her because she found out it was a baby lamb yeah it's not a baby lamb. I had to correct everybody that it's not lamb, and a lamb is a baby sheep, so it's a baby cow. Wait, what? You're eating a baby cow? That's it's a worse. Baby cow. That's right. Yeah. I'm like, how is it worse? It's and <laughs> so, um, that is that's that's pushing a line for me as well. Actually, I would not. I would yeah. not order veal. <laughs> I have had, I think, veal twice in my life, and once was this weekend. And my it's dear delicious. wife who listens watch listens yeah. to the show. I, I. I I will basically put anything that anybody puts in front of me because I have no time. You think you're bad in the kitchen. I just, I'm like, <laughs> that's the reason. Cause you don't have any time. I love it. Yeah. Like I, I mean, ideally you'd agree upon these things in advance. So it wouldn't be a shock at dinner. Oh, I ordered you a uh, steak tips. You got to eat it. Even though you're vegetarian. I right? don't. Well, she, that's well, I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I love it. Some steak tips. You're making steak tips. I, I like I don't do, I don't have an objection to it. Oh, the kids you mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I mean, my kids it's don't not, have a mo- To me, it's even a strange subject. 
I don't know why I eat meat because it's ridiculous. It's because right? of the taste and the nutritional it, it's content. Clearly, it is delicious, but it's clearly, and this is related to the beer somehow, yeah. it's clearly because my parents growing up fed me hot dogs and never told me what they were. And I used to love eating hot dogs. I have a little bit of trouble eating hot dogs. Although I, as you know, as I send a picture to you on Monday, I, that's like one of the things I can make myself are hot dogs. <laughs> but no, but that's the, that's the thing. At a young age, no one yeah. told me what meat was. They just kind of like, here's your hot dogs, here's your steak, here's your chicken. Although that one should be obvious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yes, the, yes, but I think to inf- we're, we're uh, I don't and like. Where, get, I don't like where we're going. And then you're with in this. deep. Well, because then you're in deep. I eat it and it's delicious. Yeah, but and then later they're like, you're eating meat. You know, so what? It's delicious. Because, yeah, I mean, this becomes pretty. This can be a slippery slope before we know it. Before too long, you're telling me well, that you were I insinuating sh- that. My, where did my kids get their ideas? I from? I know, but I think I thought you were trying to like take me down a gender road here, where you're starting to tell me I shouldn't treat my boys like boys and girls like girls until they're they've decided. But does that have to do with meat? Oh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> see, I knew it <laughs> in the sense that it's not a gender thing, but. Yes, like no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I totally. I mean, I, mean, I, I see, disagree. I get it, because you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I already fed you chicken nuggets when you were a kid, and you didn't know what they were. Yeah, because it doesn't make any difference to you because I mean, you welcome it. It, it becomes before, it's before that. It's in the baby food. You're serving them Thanksgiving dinner blended to a puree, right? And <laughs> you don't one. need to. Well, I guess yes. that's the main thing. Is like you don't need to do that. And later, if it was going to be an issue, that they they can always change their mind. Then that doesn't yeah. matter. Later, they would be like, "Why would you feed me animals? That doesn't seem good." But if you're always but presenting you ha- it as it's no big thing, and you know, serving veal at the meal time and stuff, it's like then it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty welcome. It's pretty welcome in your household, and they'll get used to it. They'll be indoctrinated. There's no question. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is just I, how I, families work. I get. I mean, that's the in thing. General, is, right? Why you probably do other stuff? That of course, other families we, don't we do. I think we in just we behave in. Like, I don't have a moral objection to eating meat, so I would not infer that my child would have a moral objection to eating meat. And I cut I think, that out to say I don't have morals, but just so you know, you, uh, do do you? You can whatever. People know me if they just listening. broader traditions too. Anything people do in their household. <laughs> With their families, it's always strange going to someone else's house and seeing the weird things that they do. Yeah, I guess. And you're like, mm. what is going on with this? What are you guys? I don't doing? think it's strange. I think it's interesting. That's what interesting diversity is all be, about. Could be strange. Mike, my could headphone be. wire is like really agitating me tonight. I'm surprised you haven't yelled at me yet for making noise about well, it. Well, I've been ignoring the noise. All right. What what boggles? We can end the subject too. But what yeah. really puts me off on this whole subject is how much we can love our pets but still eat <laughs> pets, like, <laughs> and then throw them like the bones and stuff. Like this is the most bizarre ritual. <laughs> well, that's because it, that's. I mean. I don't think there's a such a, I don't think there is a vegetarian I mean huh? nope in fact there was a vegetarian cat somebody tried to make their cat vegetarian and the cat basically died from it and the <laughs> I think somebody got I think like the vet sued the people or something right because the cats like need to have the meat right it's the they need um, it it's beyond I'm not going to debate you on this because yeah. I don't know what they put in cat food but there's a lot of grain and but it's also meat proteins and stuff and I'll tell you this now, my wife is not shopping for vegetarian cat food. Okay. But that's, again, that's like, that's super, like, I, we we can, we have the intellectual capacity to overcome the nutritional differences or def- mm-hmm. deficiencies by not, by taking a... Yeah, but what I'm pointing out is why aren't you also eating your cat? Uh, yeah, no, I understand. I understand there's a... Uh, <laughs> So this is sort of interesting. We I got together with a couple of weeks ago. I got together with some guys, and we were uh, just a group that I don't usually get together with. And one of the guys is an aspiring hunter, and he wants to he wants to take down a bear. Yeah, uh, a bear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because last year, and he bought this property, and it's got like all these acres, right? And so last year, he was like, "I'm gonna learn how to hunt." 
on his own property. So he buys wow. himself a bow, as you do. Because if you, you buy land, whatever's on that land is yours. You have to murder and eat. Including yes. the bears. If, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, anyways, I, I'm not a hunter. So anything I say, I'm going to preface this. So the next 10 minutes or however long this conversation goes, right? I'm not saying it in a judgmental way. I don't have a problem with people hunting. I just don't know anything. So I'm going to say a lot of ignorant things right now. Pre- prepared. Be prepared. If you're a pro hunting, good for you. I'm not against you. Um, I just don't know things. Uh, anyway, so I was asking him all these questions. Like I thought your objective was to insta-kill the animal, basically. Right? And yeah. like you wanted to like, shoot it in the face or shoot it in the heart. Like anything yeah. else was basically a fail. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's wrong. <laughs> From what I've learned, and this guy was a new guy, new hunter, but basically what you wanted, because what happened was, the story is, he got wicked lucky, right? The second day out on his hunting, the first day he got lost to find his blind. The second day he went out and he got in his blind and a deer walked by and he shot the deer and then lost the deer. Uh-huh. Now, and then he called somebody to help him track the deer and I guess this is a normal thing. And I was like, why didn't you just chase the deer? And he's like, the last thing you want to do is chase the wounded animal because they will run and run and run. And uh, then you will probably lose it. And it'll basically, if it's, it, you want, it will, because what will happen is the animal will, the wounded animal will try and find a place to like lay down and recover, but will basically bleed out and die. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you keep like going to the animal, it will keep getting up and trying to leave. Like, it'll keep trying to flee Danger. Okay. Fight or flight. Or it could turn around and punch you in the mouth. Well, right. But this is the thing. Like, so the boa, I'm like, well, that seems a little like not as humane because I, because these animals can take like 30 minutes to an hour to die or longer. You know, and I thought you were, I thought you were basically supposed to kill it and it drops dead right if your aim is good sure yeah i guess but he's saying what you're really shooting for is the lungs that's your shooting for a big body shot because the lungs will bleed out and they can't basically recover it's a mortal wound it's not like you so found that interesting and it's also found it awful because (laughs) you you basically like just sit up there for finish your beer and then go find the dead animal as (laughs) it's bleeding out and you chase the blood of it and stuff and find the broken trees and all that stuff like you actually have to track the animal because i think it's bad it's bad ethics to uh oh it's not ethics but uh maybe it is ethics to like leave like shoot an animal and then have it walk away and die and you don't recover it because then you've just you killed an animal for the heck of it. Yeah. Um so for what it's worth, yeah. Now I have no urgent desire to do this, but I could see in a more survivally situation where I didn't have a supermarket readily available. Right. Yes. Uh I I would totally kill an animal and eat it, but for the purpose of eating it. Hmm. I don't know what this guy's going to do with a bear. Well, I think you're going to... Well, that was the thing. He's like, well, the carpet would... The, you know, having the bear rug would be a kind of a nice talking point. Yeah. And you do eat them. You can eat you them. You eat the bear. You can, yes. Didn't you I know? feel like bears are a, a, a protected class. No. You can, you can buy a hunting license for bears. Really? And I've learned a couple of things. Like, you can't bait bear traps. Like, you can't set up... You can't set up bear bait. Yeah. Uh, like you can't bait a spot. Like another thing people do will bait a location so the bear or the animal gets used to coming back to the same location and then you will There's hunt. Some jokes in there. What do they bait it with? I don't know. Goldilocks? Oh, I no, I think you just throw like your leftover dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but, but this is the thing that hunters do, right? They, which seems sort of weird. You like train the animal to come like to where you're going to be sitting three months from now. Yeah. You just go out there like every day and you're like, here, the real hunting is just you walking out and oh, laying down grains yes, and stuff. I know. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, hunting season's open. Well, guess what? Hey, there's Bambi, which I trained for the last three months exactly. to come right here. Boom. Yeah, it's sometimes dead. then they'll just, they'll walk right <laughs> up to you. Some of them are really funny. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, <sighs> Bow hunting as well. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm generically afraid of guns. I don't really like people having guns. I don't yeah. like being around people with guns. Uh, okay. The, the bullets come flying out of them in whatever direction they're pointed. <laughs> okay, you don't know how to handle them. I've handled guns. Settle down. That's I'm why not, I'm I am not... <laughs> generically afraid of them. I'm yes. arguing with the audience. Okay. However, they have a point. I archery. Think is 
And you may say, oh, what's the difference? Come on. They both have killing power. No, not true. Right? You've got to pull back on that arrow and you got to hold it. <laughs> and people can clearly see you standing there holding that arrow like that. And that's not easy to do for a long period of time. But if you trip and just kind of pull the trigger on the gun, the blammo, you know, it goes off. Yeah. Right. Repeatedly, you can just pull the trigger over and over again sometimes. <laughs> okay. So bow hunting, in that case, I think is it kind of, it just ups the skill level a bit. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. And, uh, yeah. you know, toot my horn, own horn a little bit here. Oh, that's right. We, you did this. We, we camped the other day. I sent yeah. you a picture. Well, you talked about it on the show last week, and I got a little bit yeah. of trouble with my wife. She's like, what were you shooting flaming arrows at? Well, you weren't. I was. No, I know, but I had implied on the show that I was party to this when I was oh. a kid. Remember we had yeah, a whole yeah. bit on this? We did have a whole bit on this. Yes. Yeah. Did yes. I tell you about the firecracker on the arrow through the target that didn't yeah. go off? Yeah, it didn't okay. go off. Yeah, the dud. Yeah, we had the whole. But uh, prior to that, or after, <laughs> I don't remember when, I we, we marched, for some reason, we paved off 40 feet. 40 feet doesn't seem like that far, but the kids were shooting. It's not very far. So you imagine how far away you have to be to hit a, an animal. Yeah. So we were 40 feet away. I had my compound bow, uh, and I hit a, a, a can. It was a seltzer can, because I don't drink beer, remember. I hit a can four times in a row, back to back to back to back. Nice. I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. I could just I learned I got the sights set up on the bow, and I could aim it, shoot it, hit the can every time. And then that was it, and I stopped. I'm like, I'm, I'm quitting because if I go for a fifth, I'm gonna miss, and that'll be sad. So we're done. But that was at 40 feet. You figure the can is the heart, maybe the deer's not moving. I got to be pretty close for that nonsense. That's not going to happen. How far away do you think they would be for real? The animal? feet? <clears throat> from from feet? the deer? This guy, he said he was like 50 feet away. It okay. walked right. It walked literally right under him. He said. Because oh, he's I, in his blind. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, he was up. That means up in a tree, in a chair. Something. Jason typing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, that with that all yeah. came about from the beer talk because I do miss. No, it came up from the meat. Sometimes. Oh, I don't eat my cat. I think, and to bring this full full circle, like you don't eat your cat because there's not enough meat on it. <laughs> like some it's people have some pretty big dogs. Though. It's a lot of work to. Yeah, but I still think the meat isn't. Uh, That's the only reason why you don't eat your dog. <laughs> well, I don't have a dog. You don't eat isn't because it's because you ate it. Did. You, so you don't eat your cat because there's not enough meat on the cat. Well, I mean, that's for one reason. For two, I think my, my family might have something uh, to say about that. <laughs> but a baby cow is totally fine. I mean, the baby uh, cats the, could the be totally, like little chicklets. The right? totally fine thing, like I said, it's not my first choice. But like I said, I, I beggars can't be choosers, as it were. Right? I can't be like, I'm not eating this. What you make me veal for? It, right? Get out of here. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, you, you can if you talk about it in advance. Again, Once it's made, it's kind of like, okay. So I don't have enough moral objection to it to yeah. pre-plan. Make sure you don't feed me veal tonight or anything else that's baby animal. Um, when you when you <laughs> have like a, you go to like a Brazilian barbecue, they have some unique meats. Yeah, I know. And one of my Delicious. favorites uh, for entertainment value is uh, chicken hearts. Mm. Yeah, you had those? They just serve <laughs> like a whole, they just have like a whole pile, a stick full of chicken hearts. Mm. it's like where's the rest of the chicken did you well i mean this ha this happens with the chicken wings right you, somebody goes down and eats you think about it like someone goes, sits down and eats 20 wings it's 10 chickens where's the rest of the chicken where's the rest of the chicken it's 10 chickens worth i guess right? they sold they, they maybe they sold the chicken breast but they never sell the chicken breast without the wings i don't i just it's a lot of chickens right it's just get pulverized into chicken nuggets like is that yeah. what's happening? And having the chicken hearts, you're like, just one, two, you're popping them in. They're these tiny little things. Yeah. Well, I chuckled because that's the other thing this guy said was the first thing he did was to feed his kids the deer heart. His kids. His kids. And he didn't tell them what it was. Like, oh, he knew it was meat, but it was the heart. And they said it was delicious. <laughs> but even, doesn't that sound absurd to you? Randy's just shaking his head. Now, yes and no. I mean, I know the family, and they have this all this land, and they are raising yeah. animals. They are killing animals for food. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, I get you. Yeah, it's a weird. He, it's a weird thing. It, it is weird. It, it's well, 
it's weird and it's not right. I think it's way better than like us just I mean, buying for chicken. Humanity, it's weird, not for them specifically. Well, I think it's way more humane than the situation we have with the grocery stores and like these chickens that are raised in you know shoebox and then they kill them and then just in mass like thousands of hundreds and thousands of chickens and yeah, but you have an Purdue option plants. not to eat meat and reduce that dependency. Yeah, but if you were, st- I think it's more humane, which is why we try to support the CSAs oh, and sure. the local. So my stuff. my niece is a vegan now. She won't eat any animal products. Mm-hmm. However, and I think this is very, very well thought out. This is some real critical thinking. She will eat the eggs from the chickens at her own home. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's it, right? She'll have eggs if they came from the chickens that are at her parents' house. That's good. Then she knows where they come from. She knows where they come from. They treat those chickens well, this kind of stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, she she won't eat supermarket eggs or any other animal products. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. I think, you know, that's actually, uh, it's pretty well thought out. And if everybody did that, like, it would be better for, I mean, not everybody. I understand we can't. Chickens but, are a nightmare. But, but yeah. on, a, on, a, on, a, on a more reasonable scale than we have, like, instead now we have, like, you know, I don't know where Purdue is, but Idaho, Ohio, <laughs> like, instead there, they... You know, a thousand, hundred thousand chickens a day or something, right? Whatever yeah, crazy numbers, and true. and then they ship them all over the world. It's weird. So I don't know. We're, so we're we really got chicken eggs. Really from off topic. <laughs> a neighbor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my wife did not put them in the refrigerator, and I said, "We just put those in the refrigerator," because I don't do things without like checking with her first, because she just undoes them. Yeah. So can I just put those in the refrigerator? She says, "No, you don't have to." Well, that wasn't really my question. <laughs> Can I put them in the refrigerator? You don't yeah. have to. They're from real chickens. They don't have all that bleach and stuff that the That's right. supermarkets put on That's the right. other eggs. Bleach has to be refrigerated? <laughs> I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Well, you want could the we just put those eggs in the refrigerator? Again, so we don't, the... we don't put the eggs in the refrigerator. You don't? No. They just I, sit on I the wasn't letting you answer the question I was asking. But Oh, do the chickens have, were the eggs like clean? Or do they have know, stuff man, on them? Like their insides? Not their insides, but, you know, like... I think it would be their insides. Not to be crass about it, but, you know, where they come out, there's liquid, there's fluids, there's... It's like their butthole. They only have one a, hole. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. It's the vent. I mean... It's <laughs> so awkward. But anyways, were they clean? Or were they, like, clean like the grocery store? I don't know. Okay. That's bad if they are, right? Well, right. So the eggs come out and they have a protective like thing on them, like coating. And were they harder to crack? I haven't used them yet. They're still sitting on the counter, which is probably worse. Nah, I mean, they're... No. Okay. So they, again, this is one of those things. Like those eggs you buy in the supermarket, they could be yeah. weeks old. They have a date stamped on them, right? Oh, but yeah, if okay. you look, these these eggs are a couple days old, right? So these are all the... These eggs that we bought in the supermarket that you want to put in the fridge, well, they just spent two weeks on a truck somewhere, right? This is the two weeks on your counter mm-hmm. and they are bleached. They make them all cleaned off and, and they, because they're not, they're not dirty, but they, they, they come out with a fluid on them and then the fluid is in the hay or whatever the nesting box is or whatever. And so that picks up the, you know, whatever sort of detritus is in the coop or it's not like, it's not clean, but it's not filthy. Um, don't lick the eggs, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah right. Then you might, you might want to wash them off before you use them. But until then, they have a, like a coating to keep them safe, like back to, uh, keep the back, antibacterial coating. Should you coating. wash them I off? Know. I mean, you're going to cook them anyway, right? I don't. I just, I mean, they're not like filthy, but yeah. some of them that are like super, but my wife is like, if I'm giving some away, I will pick, she will like, if she's like, oh, I got to give six, uh, six eggs to somebody like she's got a plan to do right. So she'll take some that are cleaner and put them aside. She's like, don't yeah. use those. Those are going to so-and-so. I'm like, use those other ones. Okay, fine. And we have different chickens, right? So we get some white eggs, we get some brown eggs, we get some green eggs and the green ones don't. They, they all cook up different. The white eggs are bigger. The brown eggs are a little smaller and they're fine. The green ones are like, uh, if you're going to scramble them or something, but if they make them fried, they have just a little weird, different texture. They're not as tasty or not as like appealing. So. Chicken periods. Uh, yes. <laughs> also a bizarre tradition. It, yes. It's weird. But it's, uh, yeah. I mean, why are we on this? This is dads being dads. And I'm not even talking about the yeah, chickens well, in the backyard farm. We can have the hens on the show. So oh, it's, it's, although it's, they it weren't involved. They didn't need to be involved. It all came from what we're feeding our kids and what we're forcing our kids to eat. Uh, partially. I still think this started with me desiring 
alcohol. But um, <laughs> and then it turned into a desire for meat, mm. which I did have some the other day. I had a burger. Good for you. I mean, bacon I rarely, rarely, Kings? rarely have meat. Really, really. Yeah. My my family came over, who I love, and they yeah. hung out outside. Even though we're all like vaccinated now, so. Uh, and they really uh, love eating meat, which is clearly why I ate meat. If you could, if you see how, if you saw how this went down, my my mm. father basically has steak three times a day now. It's <laughs> and all he, he ever talks about is how much meat he's eating and meat this and comes over. Oh, let's get the kids some meat every time he comes over. Like, oh, should I get the kids some meat? So I brought them some steak tips. You think they want any? Like, he's twelve years old. Wait a second. You're, this is their grandfather. Yes. So he's well aware of their dietary choices. Um, I actually don't believe he remembers. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I think he gets caught up so much in his own sort of self. No, but is he doing it? F- I don't think he's no, doing it to be hilarious. No, no, no. I know that. No, he's not tr- trolling. I hope he wasn't trolling his own grandkids. But is he eating a lot of meat because for like keto reasons or like? No, uh, no I have no just idea. Because just, it's delicious and I'm old and I don't care anymore and. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's there's no explaining. <laughs> so anyway, they came over and then uh, we we ordered some food and I was like, fine, whatever. I'll get a burger. I'm getting the steak tips. Steak tips are delicious. Anybody want to share my steak tips, mm. kids? No, the kids don't want the steak tips. <laughs> <laughs> are they like screw you, Grandpa? Or are they like no, thank you? Um, yeah, they don't get aggressive with anybody. They're not like you know you. They're not PETA activists yeah. or anything. <laughs> Maybe one day they play mm. their cards right. They play their cards right. I'm not sure the PETA activist is the right way. I don't think it's perfect. no. <laughs> they do some interesting things. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So speaking of meat eating, it's <laughs> a good segue. For some <laughs> reason, I've been watching like all the zombie shows lately. You're wait. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things in there that don't like watching. How you're watching TV? This is what you're yeah, doing, like on Netflix. Time? You know. You're watching Netflix? I didn't even know you had a Netflix account. You don't have a I know, TV. It's absurd, right? That's we happening. got Netflix a long time ago for some reason. And okay. I still can't. You would not like to watch a show with me. Okay. Not like we're going to have a little date or anything, but we could do a Netflix I, party. I can't. No, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Will they sync I up? I can't oh, sit down. Comment. Yeah, I don't even know how that works. We could try it, but I'd be like, this is so boring. I can't <laughs> sit down and watch the whole show. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't watch like part of it. Because, well, for one, these series, the way they write them, they just draw them out and out and out. Yeah. And And they, so it's like 27 seasons of nonstop everything. So what are you watching now? Well, I just started watching The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. And I watched some other zombie show. I don't remember which zombie show. All right. As soon as you watch one, there's like, they all show. Zombie genre. Yeah. The zombie genre is deep. And I don't really. Yeah, some of them are, they can run fast. Some of them, they can't. Yeah, fast zombies are slow zombies. Some of them, right. Fast or slow is a key thing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, some of them can climb. Some of them can't. What what <laughs> I'm always a little bit confused about is like, oh, they one of them scratched you. You know, you're infected now, right? Yet they can explode their brains everywhere and get it in their eyes and stuff. That's not a big deal. Did you watch the one zombie movie where I think it was World War Z where the woman got bit on the arm and then she cut her arm off instantly? And then didn't no, get it wasn't, affected. It wasn't her arm, it was a soldier. Oh, she cut the soldier's arm off. A soldier got bit and she chopped his arm off immediately. And or was it the other way around? Uh, I, don't, you man, could be I don't know. But yeah, that happens. That happened in uh, yeah. this show already. But so I can't watch the whole thing so straight through. You really through. are diving into the zombie genre. All right. Let me put it in perspective. I <laughs> think I started watching. Um, the Walking Dead. Okay. Two days ago. Okay. And I'm already most of the way through season two. What? How are you working? What, what's happening? You just no, binge no. Watching I just the... don't. I just I just sit there clicking the fast forward button. <laughs> there's <laughs> the, the there's like the plus ten second button on it. You know. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I just I miss. And I'm not trying to sound absurd because I know it's absurd. And. But that's what I do. I don't hear any of the dialogue. Basically, I just like go scene, 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 scene. And I'm not even waiting. I'm just like, click, 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 click. Huh. And I'm like, okay, I get it. They went from here to there. They're doing this. Now, oh, look at them. They live in a prison. Great. They're trying to figure it out. Are they going to go see if anybody's in there? I've never seen there? it, so I don't know. Right. Spoiler, but it's just, spoiler alert. 
<laughs> you get into these types of situations and you can just read. You already know what's going to happen. Okay, mm. that guy's evil. Great. You know, okay, they're going to fight for the rest of the episode. And they spent like four episodes looking for a lost girl. And it turns out she's a zombie, of course. But oh, it's just man. a side Spoiler plot. Alert. You know, it's like. All right, sorry, I spoiled it. It's okay. Are the prisons oh. of today going to be the castles of the future? That's kind of what they're implying here. Oh, really? Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, the castles, you mean at the end of times. Like, when we look, we were like, oh, wow, the castles are cool. These big strongholds of the past, right? Because that was like the- Oh, like a million and, years from now when the, um, everything's in ruins and the yeah, prisons like of the hundred still yeah. standing? Yeah. 400? 300, 200 years. Oh, Not millions, okay. but- couple hundred years well what buildings will last the longest that is a good question so you mean archaeologically would these be uh, like no, i don't even mean i mean there's still castles in like killarney castle in ireland right like that's, that's where right. that's that's where the stone is but the, uh the uh you know there's castles around nah. but hmm. it just because you said they live in a prison i thought that was interesting well they they lived in a lot of places but then they they were traveling around because this is the thing they all do as well we've got to get somewhere else we got to get out of here this place is no good, and they're always trying to find someplace better. But it's it never—it's always the same. Nowhere is any ever better. It's never better. <laughs> well, it's like find a place with some walls and hang out. But they can't just make a farm because the zombies will overrun it, of course. If it had a fence, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so they're always looking for supplies. It's a smart zombie or a stupid zombie. This is the whole yeah. thing with the zombie. Like this is why I can't do these books, the zombie zombie genre. I can't get past like. It's either one or the other. It's either the stupid zombie or the smart zombie. It's either yeah, the like or slow. Yeah, and it's like and somehow so you know. And of course, the, these this show is full of slow zombies. No spoilers. Okay, but somehow they still get bit. Oh, there's too many of them, and they're busy. You know, they're just a little bit too busy trying to do something, and one walks up behind them like they couldn't possibly have known there was going to be one there. I mean, like, it, you turned your back for like a half hour. That doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. It's like. There's not that many people in the world, right? I mean, there are, but it's not that dense. It's not like people bumping Seven into billion, each other. So, I don't know, but yeah, it's a lot of people. I don't know. I guess, but it's like these. I don't know. I can't do this zombie genre. I get bored of it. Occasionally, like once every two or three years, I can ingest this book that has to do with zombies. Didn't want a Stephen King book have to do with zombies. What's with you in books? Because that's all the media I read. Although I would recommend, and I just, I mean, uh, it's only media I take. I don't I watch a lot of TV. Although I did watch The Umbrella Academy, and I really liked it. It was really uh, I also fast-forwarded through that one. What? Well. How do you fast-forward through that? See, that? That's the only way I can enjoy the show. Oh, man, you got to sit and enjoy, like, the craziness of The Umbrella Academy. I just was like, this is so bizarre. It's bizarre. I just don't I, like dialogue. I don't want to listen to him talk. Okay. All right. It's too contrived. Blah, 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 blah. Well, all right. It's, of course, it's contrived. It's scripted. It's actually <laughs> supposed to be con- the definition. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets quite predictable. That's what's interesting is the more you fast forward these episodes and seasons, you can be like, I already know what's going to happen like two seasons from now. This is bombs. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Now, speaking of zombies <laughs> and apocalypse, yeah. like I went back to the office this week, as you well know, but as our listeners may not know, right? Right. To put it in context, we haven't been in the office for over a year. For, yeah, like since March 13th or March 11th or something of 2020, and it is now May 2nd I went in, right? No, today's the 5th. It was May, it was May 4th, Single May the 4th. Right. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, so it was, you know, a year and six weeks before b- between that. Well, I guess there was a small period where some people were going into that office. But today – and like, so I walk around the office and it's just so weird. And I, today I walked around the whole building, like, well, all across the third floor and the first floor, I like to check out what was open and who was around. Yeah. And it's got a really, really strong vibe of all these movies of like <laughs> everything's, there's all these areas that are closed off with weird caution tape, all these signs. And of course, all the tape is like curling and falling off. And if you touch one of these things, like it just crumbles Everything's not, and there's nothing's inhabited. Like there's nobody around anymore. Everything's all taped off with like, like the cafeteria, you know, there's, I don't know, 250 chairs or something. And they're all kind of piled in the corner and with caution tape around them. It's like, 
that was somebody's last act in that building was yeah. to like pile the chairs and tape them off so nobody would use them. It's like, what? Nobody uses the what chair. the heck kind of weird? Why was that the thing? Why not just leave them because nobody's here to use them? Like, what? I don't understand why you have to tape it off and be like, don't use these. Like, it's like taking away the basketball hoops. <laughs> yeah, I know. But now, so now I'm back in this building. And this is one pretty small building. It's three stories, right? In Concord, Massachusetts. It's not like a giant office building, yeah. like a hundred story office building in downtown Manhattan. Well, it's crazy to think. What? Nothing. Go on. It's just crazy to think that there's like all of these office spaces now are just empty. And so now our office had like 60 people in it, right? It, it, it can capacity of like 75, I think max or something desk wise, not like density, but there's seven people in there today. It's so weird. Like, Small stuff like me having to turn the coffee pot maker on every time we have, you know, this fancy coffee maker, but and it would just be on all day because periodically people would go up and get a cup of coffee. Now, every time I got to go over to it, it's like I got to turn it on. And I'm like, I wonder if we have coffee. And I go in there in the pantry and there's like just tons and tons of coffee because, you know, we would go through a bag a day and the when it was open and now it's nobody's there. So it's going to be. All right. Can I tell endless. you a secret? What? The day we went home when they kicked us all out. <laughs> yeah. I took a, I took a bag of coffee because <laughs> so, I was like, no one's going back here forever. Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's weird stuff. Oh, so there's we opened the nut cabinet where we had all those like chocolate covered almonds and stuff, and it's like, yeah, Best Buy May of 2020, like you know, over a year ago, and over a year, gross. Well, I ate one. They were fine. <laughs> they're just chocolate. They're, they're chocolate covered <laughs> almonds. I'm like. The other guy's like, you're not going to eat one, are you? Uh, but, the other guy? There was one other guy in there? And then, well, and then it was like the same thing as you're talking about, like the group, like in the zombie movies where they're like the small group will f- will be moving around and then they'll be wandering out and then they'll find another small group. And now there's like this weird friction because now there's another yeah. group there, right? And then there's a couple people in one group won't agree with the other group. But it's, And it's not like that in the office, but it was like yesterday there was five of us and we're all kind of like, you know, eyeing each other up, like what's going on? How, how, where are you at with the mask? What's your sort of where's your, comfort where's level your with everything? Sweat, yeah. Sweater, yeah. And then- the Scarlet B. Yeah. And then a couple more people came today and they're like, now they have to feel everybody out. Now there's other people to feel out. And it's just this weird. And you know, one guy's walking around with no mask on. You're like, what are you doing? Is that all right? I don't, I don't personally care, but it's not what we're supposed to be doing. Really? And then a couple of people's like seating chart be damned. They gave us a seating chart. Two of the people just didn't acknowledge it at all. And you're like, huh, I don't know. Did should we care? Or just as like, I don't know. It's, it's now we're creating this new society in the office. It's such a weird thing. I don't know. Uh, okay, so for the record, yeah. there's, I don't know, maybe 20 buildings that have over 100 floors in them. Okay. Oh, you mentioned earlier, like, you know. Well, there are, I mean, there's 100-story office buildings, and I, I was trying to pick the, like, very big opposite of what I was dealing with today. That's what I'm saying. There really aren't. There's, uh, well, that's the extreme. Yeah. There's one, the one World Trade Center is, is 104 stories. Yeah. But that's in New that's York. what the 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 top of the um the World Trade Center that was like the hundred and tenth story was the top of that's that's what I just, that's what I just said yeah I know well not the world one no the one that got the nine eleven oh it was like the hundred tenth story but but yeah yeah well there are two but the the restaurant at the top I think it was the hundred and tenth anyways oh this was called gotcha so that that was yes but to think that that. There would be 110 stories, a city block wide of the building of what I was experiencing today. It just boggles my Empty. mind. Yeah. Or even 50 stories, right? The John Hancock Tower building and whatever in downtown Boston, just empty or like two or five people on each floor or in each office. Like there's hundreds of offices, right? It's so weird. Just these giant buildings that are empty. And uh, I don't know. You walk around. It's just weird stuff. It's 100 there. floors. Yeah. But then, no wait. The John Hancock Tower in Chicago? No. What is the Hancock Tower in Boston? <laughs> You're... But there's a John Hancock Tower Tower in Chicago. Yes. Uh, well, what's the one in Boston then? Uh, John. Yeah, there's Hancock. You're you're hung up on the. You're killing me here. <laughs> you're hung up on. It's 62 stories for crying out loud. The square footage in the in the uh, is two million square feet of the. Uh, amazing. In the John yeah. Hancock Tower. How empty has it been? I don't know. Has everyone been working remotely? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Right. Of course, I don't know. But 
And there's like a ton of cars there. So I think all the medical building, the medical facilities in the office, which I didn't go by, I bet they're full, right? Because people still need to get healed up and yeah. PT yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. And there's the eye doctor and stuff. COVID shot. It's just a okay. weird, and it's got like at that whole, that's why I put that like fallout boy thing on the thing. Uh, it's just, it's a weird vibe. It's a totally weird vibe. You're just in this big empty space by yourself. And then somebody else shows up and you're like, Hey, you're alive. Are you good? Are you going to bite me? Right. It's like, what's, right? the, what's the vibe here? <sighs> but we are, uh, we got vaccines now. So it's cool. Yeah. What was the one you get a vaccine against zombie thing? I feel like there was a bunch of, they still bite you though. It's so weird. The whole zombie. And then too. apparently when they bite you, you turn to like, just, uh, like what do you what's the, what's the shredded beef? I don't ground you know what beef. You talk about no when it's like shredded into it's very stringy. I oh yeah I don't know yeah that's disgusting oh, I don't talk about come that. on it's got a name what is it what shredded beef I don't know okay well anyway you're you're you turn into that because they can take like a nibble and you just fall to pieces oh. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean oh uh, it's gonna come to me after I feel like show. it would be a little yeah. tougher. You couldn't just chew someone's <laughs> arm off. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's also like mentally, it's weird. Because at first I was like all excited yesterday morning. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. All right, great. We're going to, you know, start to recover as a, as a society. And then you, by the midday, I'm like, there's nobody here. What the heck am I doing? This is so weird. I'm lonely. Like it's the lights are all off. There's no reason to turn them on. There's no reason to do anything else. It's like, why am I? I'm all by myself in here this is so weird and i started to get depressed about it and someone's like hey what's it like and i'm like oh there's no there's no energy there's no no comfort here why am i here <laughs> so I don't why know. were you there because i'm interested in getting society back up and running ah well so oh, that's I, actually that's a no. great segue so is is that where society should be running is there I mean, I'm interested in getting society running as well, but is going to an office for a workday one of those necessities? I don't know. And you can easily, and I think you may try to make the argument that it's not. And fine, you can make that argument, but it's also, it's what I knew and what I know. Right. So that's the sort of my, like, again, I I think a lot of this is, you know, it's all mental, a lot of, not all of it, but a lot of it's worn off by now. Yeah, you would think, but then when you get back there and you start to see familiar faces and we, you know, we were all chatting today. We had a little, it's get also little the 17th anniversary of our, uh, and, and that was the other thing. So it's the 17th anniversary of our, our company and we always have a big party today, right? It's just, we have a big yeah. celebration. And then I mentioned it to one person and the same guy was talking about the ch- cover chocolate covered almonds. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And, uh. Everybody was there. I mean, there was only seven of us. Yeah, but everybody was there. They were all excited. We all talked. It was all like a big social thing. Like, Oh, you mean you had a party? As, yeah. And three of the people I've never talked to. I mean, we had a party. We had a bottle of champagne that we opened and put in plastic cups. And, and you know. You this, did? Yeah. Okay. That was the picture. You didn't see the pictures on Slack? Um, no, I didn't. I even made a seven with the cups. I outlined. I land them up. And, like, I thought this may be fun. And, like, like I said, there was three people there I've never talked to in the company. Like. Then we just chatted. It was all like, hey, what have you done? Have you traveled? Have, no, I've, I've stayed home. Oh, yeah, I went to Seattle. I went to Austin. I'm like, it was funny because either people, either people were like, no, I never left my house. I went to the grocery store twice. Or, oh, yeah, I went to Seattle. I went to Austin. I traveled a bunch. Right, yeah. right. Either it was and, they, either. and the people who didn't go anywhere are looking at them like, I wasted my life. <laughs> uh, for, the, for just so you know, I took I took half the day off. I took the afternoon off. Okay, so I did, so not look, that, I did not look at any work things. That may be why you didn't see the pictures, yeah. But you were, like, chatting with us on Slack all afternoon. That was the only thing I looked at. (laughs) Gosh. It kept me sane because most of the afternoon was spent uh, working with the boy on his assignments. (laughs) That's funny. We're working our way through inequalities now, which is my favorite, because the question will literally say... Social or mathematic? Mathematic. Okay. Good question. Uh, so <laughs> the question will say, write an inequality to describe this whole whatever situation. And he's like, okay, X equals 3Y, you know, 45 minus 2M. Like, what's the first few words in the question? <laughs> what do you mean? What do the first few words say? <laughs> write an inequality. And what are you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I like, had to have been 11 <laughs> times in a row he did this. 
I wrote X equals 43 plus six <laughs> over whatever. Okay, what's the first three words again? Like, <laughs> what's an inequality, dude? Oh, it's, you know, it's greater than, less than, or that kind of stuff. Like, what did you write? You're just back and forth and back and forth. Like, I'm trying to lead lead the horse, and it doesn't work. that's funny because i had like a different experience i was helping my daughter my sixth grader with math yesterday Mm. and every question i fed her she jumped on and ran with i was like huh i'm like i even said to my wife i'm like so grace is kind of good at math and she's like yeah i didn't realize either and i'm like oh all right great great Mm, great parents we are i'm like well i know well that's when you don't notice because they never need any help yeah and that's kind of what happens is like you put all your attention into. Okay. So here's another goofy example. Now with my own kids, soccer going pretty well. Mm. Hopefully they're not listening, but they all know for lack oh. of better words, many oh, no. of them are, let's say unfit, <laughs> but, and they were out of practice. So we okay. got demolished a couple games. Well, we, we scored one goal. And then we got kind of crushed at the end of the game because the other team was just, they were they were in shape. They would just run around and like, what's mm. going on? Why are all your girls standing perfectly still? I do not know. So we did, um, practice has been getting better. And the girls, I'm working with them and giving some, you know, just giving some information and they're picking it up and it's great and everybody's coming together except for one girl. One girl is like, she doesn't even know where she, I'm not even sure she knows where she is. Like this is, 10th level ADHD. She's just like, look a bird, you know, the grass is moving. Her back is almost 100% always turned to the ball. Like, she doesn't know where the ball is. Uh, (laughs) A few times, uh, I'm getting distracted with this. But so I was talking to the other coaches and I said, well, you know, we got to deal with um, Beatrice. She's clearly needs a little bit of assistance. So, (laughs) I guess, you know, we were chatting over text. I'm like, I guess... And one of the other coaches was like, yeah, she clearly doesn't know the positioning or what direction to go or <laughs> how to participate in any way. I'm like, yeah, all right. That's all of it. So I guess the Thursday's practice and, and I literally Googled how to coach kids with ADHD. Oh, really? Like, and there's millions of articles on these <laughs> things. And and you start reading it and it's it's a predictable checklist. Oh, you know. Make sure you spend more time with them mm. individually. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> what? I mean, it's not like I can hire some paraprofessional to help. Oh, this is where yeah. it's just we'd get screwed. And so I'm telling the other coaches, like, all right, I guess at Thursday practice, I'm going to have to <laughs> break off and take her aside mm. specifically, like literally alone and just... <laughs> Walk the field, dribble a ball with her, do some little simulated kind of, hey, look, where'd the ball go? I don't know, right? Because it's just wait to look a bird and then throw the ball away and be like, where's the ball? Like, did you, you know, you weren't supposed to look at the bird. That's the whole, because <laughs> I've been drilling this into them like, girls, no matter where the ball is at any time, from the whistle at the beginning of the game to the whistle at the end of the game, you need to know where it is. You need to have your eyes on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they did this in the scrimmage yesterday. They like, they turned their backs and walked away. And one of the girls is standing facing the exact wrong direction while there's like a goal kick going. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Beatrice's sister, what are you doing? She's like, what? I'm like, Where's the ball? And she, she's like, what do you mean? And she starts looking around and she literally <laughs> spun like two complete circles and still couldn't find it. Oh. I, okay. Yeah. It's right behind you. They're taking a goal kick. You're the one that kicked it out of bounds, if you don't remember. <laughs> you know, I kicked it. Yeah. Like, you kicked it out of bounds on the end line, so they get a goal kick. Like, that's the procedure. It, yeah. Balls I, behind. And it. where's a goal kick? I don't know, Coach. What do you, how do you set up a goal kick? I don't know. Yeah. They, it's really hard coaching kids recreationally, right? It I, is. It's, re- yeah. it's a really – and I don't know that I'm really cut out for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want because it makes you feel like such a good coach when you get a team of kids that are yeah that have basically been practicing at home for the, their entire <laughs> lives, 
And you show up and you'd be like, let's run this drill. And they're like, I know this drill. Yeah. And they're like, woo. And they hammer through it and they're just firing shots into the goal and they're passing. And and you're like, oh, look at what I did. I'm the best coach ever. We did the same. We did the same drill with my club coach. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like they've already done it all. And like, oh, yeah, us too. We did it on our team. You're like, all right. Well, good. Now that's a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But no, uh, this, this is like, okay. So we were training new goalies yesterday. Yeah. Because we train new ones for every week just to give them some time. Okay. And the yeah. parent, you know, the parents have said like, "Oh, oh, you guys are so amazing! I can't believe the amount of patience you have." Yeah. Do you want me to flip out on your kids? <laughs> like, what are you talking about here? What's the what's the insinuation? Oh, but so the goalie we're training, she would. It, it's like a magnet. If you tell them they're the goalie, they want to be in the goal. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be like in the goal. She would scoop the ball up. And she would just start creeping backwards. She's walking and walking and walking backwards. And we're like, where are you going? <laughs> she's like, and she's just looking at me, like stepping backwards. Okay, at this point, you are inside of the goal with the ball. That's a goal for the other team. And we have to take a kickoff. Like, look where you're standing. You carried the ball with you backwards <laughs> over the course of like a full minute. Into the goal you're trying to keep the ball out of. Does this need to be explained? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't get the like the like dr- getting sucked into the goal. A lot of kids do yeah, it. That, yeah, they do. Why don't you get sucked into the ball? Like I don't. Other kids get sucked into the ball, but yeah. Uh, but I will say this: like uh, two things. One, this last we're supposed to have practice tonight. It got rained out, so last rained week out. I did have it. Mm. Uh, I had to be like, all right, everybody on the end line, like, stop. Basically, spread out, spread out more, spread out more, spread out more. Now, listen to me. Like, I got my head to get the dad voice out because I was like, I had, I had basically, I was going to lose it on them. And I were you alone? Yep. Yep. Yes. No coaching alone, coach. Well, nothing I can do about it. Uh, And then, so, yes. But then on Saturday's game, it's like the other coach, I can tell that I talked to two other coaches and both one of them was the other coach that were against the game I was playing. I know the guy, right? And we're just sitting there and they're like, he's just like, oh, they never listen. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. Cause I felt like such a jerk. Like I was like rolling my eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, and he's like, they just don't listen. And I'm like, oh, not during yeah. the games. They can't listen during the games. No, but like you're saying, like, Okay, it's a goal kick. What did we do for a goal kick? No, we literally just no, it goal, goal kick. No, don't put the put the ball down. Put the ball. It's a goal. It's a goal. It's My a goal. absolute why, why favorite thing. Why are you carrying the ball? Like it's a goal. We <laughs> just did this three seconds ago. My oh. my favorite thing in the world, and I let him go at this point because it cracks me up. Is that <laughs> if you score a goal, the other goalie has is just lost. They don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't. And because they got to get the ball has to get from them to midfield, and maybe the goalie knows what to do, but they'll they'll put it down and they'll kick it. Yep. <laughs> and then they'll the other... kick it. To- they'll kick no. it towards midfield, yeah. right? And then the kids that are walking away, yep. they're like zombies. They're like soccer zombies. If they turn around and they see that ball moving, uh-huh. all hell breaks loose. They go right for it. <laughs> they just go. They go and game on. Right? Yeah. Game's on and again. It's, it's just full speed ahead. It's fantastic. I love oh my it. gosh. Okay. See, but it's like, and then after the game, I saw my neighbor and he's like, I'm like, I'm like, rough game. And he's like, they just won't listen. Like, it was like verbatim the conversation I had just had with another guy. And it's to the point where yeah. they will score again, <laughs> they will steal the ball away, score again. <laughs> And and believe for the rest of their lives <laughs> yes. that the score of that game totaled one more than it actually did. Oh yeah, yep. You be like, and you tell them that. Listen, no, you remember when you took the ball and you shot it that second time after the goal you had just scored when there was no kickoff? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that doesn't count. <laughs> you got to do the kickoff. Oh man, yeah, it's 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 tricky procedurally. Yeah, they're in third grade, but fourth grade. They're having fun, and that's what it comes they're down to, fun. I we guess. Way but... more. F- we have way more fun at practice. Yeah, yeah the games are the games are uh, stressful. It's funny because we I've I my that's my daughter my other daughter's team like the skilled team that we have more fun at practice. The games have been rough lately. We just can't score goals. They keep shooting right at the goalie, and it's like that too. I even went to the director of coaching at in the town. He's like the, you know, and I'm like, hey, do you have drills or something that I can do to finish? Like the girls just keep shooting at the goal, goalie. 
not. And he's like, oh, and then he asked me, he's getting chances. You're doing this. that." He's like, yeah, all right. And so he came to my practice and ran a drill for him. I'm like, oh, that's a great drill. We're going to have to keep doing that one. So <laughs> that's a that, great drill. he knows what he's doing. He's, you know, he's been coaching for longer than I've been alive. Um, <laughs> we got a mail I got to get to. Oh, all right. It's late. So, uh, yeah, he writes in. It's from Chris, who wrote in a couple shows ago. And, yeah, no, I don't think it's about soccer, but, and we're going to have some fun with this one, I think. I, I, I skimmed some of it. Guys, so I realized, and now made a mistake. No, no, let me start over. So I realized now I made a mistake. In the future, <laughs> when I directly answer a question one of you poses or addresses a comment one of you makes in the episode, I'll preface it with something like, as Randy wondered, or as to Jason's question. Do you remember he wrote in a couple weeks ago and, and he was like, I'm like, I took that opinion. He's so, uh, he wanted, yeah. Um, and then he, he says, uh, as apparently you didn't realize the content of my email almost was almost entirely direct responses to things you guys brought up or asked in 311. Hey, that's fine. I was obviously writing the email in the moment of listening, but practically a month had gone by for you guys. And I wouldn't remember what I had for breakfast. I didn't eat the same thing most every day. We've talked about this in the past. Like I literally, Holly will, my wife will listen to the show and then she'll start talking to me something. And I'm like, what are you? I yeah. have no, no, absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You used to do the same thing. To yeah, me. I did. I did. And I, I thought it was hilarious. And then I would be like, you don't remember you talked about this. Like I you talked, just said it like <laughs> Tuesday for 20 minutes. You talked about it with another guy. And yeah. I literally, she'll be like, you said this and this and this on this show. And I'm like, I have no recollection of that ever happening in my life. And it was like a couple of days ago. Explains a lot of court cases. <laughs> it does. It, it's actually pretty interesting. If you want to really want to do a sociological experiment on, and people have about perception, that's why we have juries and stuff uh, <clears throat> and multiple witnesses. Okay. So with that in mind, in episode 313, Jason made a joke about the fact that I'd said something about girls sometimes being even worse about getting help in the data structures course I was working in. That was a direct response to Randy's wondering if there's something different about boys that made them unmotivated and unwilling to get help on things. Also, when I said students had failed their third time, I meant it literally. This was their third time taking that course. You were only allowed to retake it twice. And as of that midterm, they just failed it for their final time and we'd be forced to change majors. Ouch. And that goes directly to the washout rate. The comp science department didn't consider the 50% washout rate a bad thing. It was just how people who didn't want to be there or who weren't willing to put in the effort got winnowed out. Anyway, I could write a whole long spiel about that. But suffice to say, I don't think it was a failure of the program, both when I was a student and when I moved into teaching, which this is very interesting. And also about this, my wife did comment about this, and I do remember because she told me to my face. Uh, she was like, this is wrong. This is not in my experience at all. I was the kid that went to help, didn't need it, and went to help to make a good impression on the teacher. Right. And she's like, I never had anybody pressuring me, but I still got straight A's. So my wife's either an outlier or I was also like, you don't think you put pressure on yourself? And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, think about it for just a second. Do you feel like you put pressure on yourself to do things? She's like, well, yeah i guess i'm like well there you go like your pressure was intrinsic somehow and she still does this with things she holds herself to and other people sort of to high expectations and i'm like that's intrinsic motivation you had a pressure just was internal that's what i'm trying to get my kids to have some of not maybe as much not the destructive way but you know um (laughs) your way is destructive too smart bad that's not no not too smart but sometimes when you hold yourself to a standard that's unrealistic that can be a problem and then when you fail and then you feel like you're a failure and your self-worth is tied to your successes and blah, 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 blah. We can go in a whole thing like this. Maybe I should so have- So we just talking B plus, A minus? A, no, my wife is a very good student. And uh, and I was like, <laughs> yes, fine. But we're talking about external pressures. You had a pressure, it just was internally. I don't know how we get yeah. that. But anyways, um, yeah. So my, my, my wife was, I'm like, well, that that's a very different experience, but- I, I don't think that changes. So the yeah, but the gist of it was this guy said it was the title of the last episode. Oh no, it wasn't the title. Wasn't. I I had said I was pretty deeply depressed about the kids that were coming to get help in the senior project class that I'm supposed to be helping with mm-hmm. because of one. I had a whole group of them start. No one said anything. One kid followed up. He had no questions except tell me what to do, and then nothing from there. And we got a a mail essentially saying that's okay because in my experience, the kids who need the help don't ask. All right, sorry. The kids who need the help. Wait, he said it in a funny way. (laughs) Yeah, he said. 
Oh man, I'll look it up. It's this worth is the it. title of the show. You're saying it wasn't the title, but it was. Uh, I've uh, got his email right here. The He's... ones who care didn't need help, and the ones who needed help didn't care. That's what he said. The ones who cared didn't need my help. The ones who needed my help didn't care. Yeah, yeah. So I still that's still true for Holly because she didn't need the help, but she right. still cared, right? So she didn't fall in either of those categories. Well, she did. She it's did just fall. like coaching the kids that are already play all the time, yeah. right? <laughs> Now, that's a little different. I mean, because they do want more and more to, to want to excel, some of them. Anyways, get back to this. Secondly, my postscript was in direct response to Jason's question in 311 as to whether or not the recent subject matter of the show was relevant and interesting to listener. It wasn't just a care emoji. I was literally doing what you asked, exclamation point. But part of the reason I did it was I wanted you guys to feel validated and to feel you're not alone in your insanity. So maybe it was a little bit of a care emoji. Uh Smile emoji. <laughs> hey, he knows what they are. It's good. Yeah. Well, because we talked about it. It was a care emoji email. Like the email was the care emoji. <laughs> no, like, I know. In words. It's a reference. Like, and regarding the rich elite New Englander quip, that was a joking reference to Randy saying essentially that since I and many others probably cannot relate to agonizing over which private boarding school to send our son to. I can't relate to that either. <laughs> as I, as a <laughs> That being said, oh, goodness. I've never given the gotten the impression that either of you are anything beyond upper middle class based on how you present yourself. <laughs> With that being said, an upper middle class Massachusetts resident would be considered quite wealthy where I grew up in the Southwest, Louisiana. Huh, that is interesting. All right, and yeah, yeah, I believe it to be true. I've been to there for some stuff. And uh, I don't begrudge your success, though. I think it puts you in really outside of the average parental experience. Anyways, thanks for keeping up with the great content. Chris B., postscript accurately placed when i wrote my postscript in my previous email i said that should go after the signature but then i was too lazy to fix it on my phone i laughed out loud when you called me out for using it wrong uh thanks for writing in again chris listen i want to i've said this before like when people write in we tend to riff on the emails a lot and it's just out of love it's for fun care like, emoji. yeah it's you giving us a care emoji i'm giving you a care emoji back i don't know it's it's fun i like interacting like this is some random guy listens to this random show that we do every week. And it's just, it's kind of, it's a hilarious, if it's just a weird connection that we have. Right. And, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For the record. Yeah. I don't think I'm, <laughs> I like how we have to me. like keep going back for the record. And then he has to write Which in for school? the record. We, we yeah. get little phrases to say. We still I know. It's not so much that I'm agonizing over which school at this point, I'm agonizing over whether or not, it's it's more of a motivational thing for the child. It, yeah. Is he going to put in the effort? That's what I'm agonizing over. Mm. It's like you're presenting this fantastic thing on a to to them and saying you can have this this amazing situation if you just work on this list of things adequately. Mm. And he expressed the desire to do it. Said, "Wow, that'd be great. Yeah, I want that." But the desire doesn't appear to have come like with it was more of a buy me that thing in the window, Dad. <laughs> oh like, no, it wasn't it's a, flagging, it's fading. Well, I, it's let's just say it, it's not an on or off thing, right. right? But he didn't turn it up to eleven. Okay, hmm. he's not. You know, he's not going after it. All right. Uh, it's it's somewhere around a seven. Let's say. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Similar kind of like, okay, sure. I'll practice some of that. All right. Let's go over this test. Yeah. I'll read the, I'll read the five, you know, he's reading about the schools and he drew a map. I had him draw him. Well, not he didn't draw him. I had him make a map in Google maps and start laying out where all the schools were that we were looking at. Okay. So he could see them and visualize it. And then we could start make, planning visits and he can add his own notes. Hmm come up with questions that he would have and what could be interesting. and uh, But all of that's going to be for not if he can't <laughs> learn some more stuff to get like a good score on these entrance tests. Yeah. And what I'm worried about most <laughs> is if we go through this exercise mm. and he doesn't succeed, gets in literally nowhere. No. Will that demotivate him entirely from doing any sort of schoolwork? Yeah. I don't know. I I got no answer. I, I, so, I wish I had an answer or any sort of insight, but this is the thing with me also. I don't know which way to go with stuff. I immediately come up with both both sides of the, this is going to be the worst thing ever, and this is the only way that we can ever find success. 
Yeah, I, I, I find the best path forward is to just keep being truthful about all of it. Like, this is what this is. It's just a high school with more teachers where you live. <laughs> yeah. They're interested. In, we're essentially paying them to ensure your success. <laughs> so they're going to they're gonna help you no matter what. Also, because it makes them look good. They can put it on there. That's what it is. They're prep schools. They're, they're designated as preparatory schools that prepare you for college. They're not preparing you for life. They're literally preparing you for college. Just weird. Uh, so that's that's it. That's what we talk about. Like mm. that's what they are. You'll 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 go there and you'll just have more opportunities to work with your teachers more closely. They'll have discussions with you. If they see that you're having trouble, they're gonna force you to go to the extra help. They're gonna be living with you, so it'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> they can take i mean i joke about that see i'm sitting in your room with you right now yelling at you about not reading literally the opposite of an equal sign that, that it's going to be their job from now on Just uh, yeah it's different when it's not your own kid for some reason i know that's what's going to happen yeah he'll go i if he gets in yeah we'll go visit him after you know a couple of months or something and he's yeah. going to be all he'll be like six inches taller <laughs> he'll have like this tie on and everything and reciting poetry or some nonsense what's going on and he'll be waving hey Chesterfield what's happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. waving to everybody yeah. <laughs> nice work on the tennis court there uh, Taylor Aaron yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Severance <laughs> Severance <laughs> hey Albus nice work in potions class this afternoon <laughs> I knew you could pull it off. It's awesome. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Hey, uh, one class president. Did you know that, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go like that. I won unanimous voting. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> and really, really, Dad, you're still wearing those pants that you bought from the Chinese Amazon? <laughs> That'd be great. He starts criticizing you about yeah, yeah. your choices. <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dads being dads podcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dads being dads podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.